My name is Preston Grace, and I'd like to welcome you to the No Walls Podcast. All right, so for this episode of No Walls, um, I, I, had, I had a topic brought to my attention. And uh, so we talk a lot about community around here. Like yeah. We believe community is important. Being around people is important. Uh, God works through people. I've, I've personally, my life has changed from being around the right people. Um, and we got a question and it was talking about like, what about the times when it feels like you need to step into quiet places, like alone with Jesus? And like, like, how do we, the, the question was, how do we be in healthy solidarity with God? And mm-hmm. so my first question to you guys is, is there a moment in y'all's opinion where you need to step out of community? Uh, and before you answer this question, you guys have the right to change your mind. Like the, the like it, this, you don't have to say, you don't have to have the same opinion five minutes from now. So like, just, just whatever you're feeling right now. And we'll just, we'll like knock this thing out together. So, right. I, th- I think the first one of the first things that comes to mind is we we often hear, or I have often heard, um, in the comparison to like even like an introvert and an extrovert that it's the encouragement of the introvert to become more extroverted, like get out of your comfortability and like if your if your hindrance is you not being able to speak to people or whatever because you're an introvert, like you need to get over that hurdle. Mm-hmm. Um, and I heard, I heard it talked about recently in a podcast, um, an extrovert talking about the life-changing moment for her was learning how to be in solidarity and like learning how to get into quiet places. And that was extremely healing for her because she was recognizing that she was solely feeding off of environments of, of, of a community or people like that and then when it got quiet and she was alone she had no concept of identity her relationship with christ was was kind of wonky and stuff like that and she mm-hmm. was almost like she um i heard, actually heard carrie job talk about a similar concept about like um chewing somebody else's gum, abc gum like chewing chewing somebody else's gum being that you're instead of you having an individual um, walk or relationship or opinion or whatever you want. I don't know. What, I don't know what to label it perfectly in this moment. But um, you're solely relying off of like following somebody else mm-hmm. or 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 acting just like somebody else, and then like you yourself aren't putting in any effort to further benefit yourself mm-hmm. as well. If that makes sense. Um, obviously, we've beat into the ground a hundred million times that. Um, community saves lives community is not a it's not an if it's a you need it period Mm -hmm. kind of thing but um i i i know that for myself like i have to get alone with god Mm -hmm. um for a certain amount of times to sift through thoughts um and i and i almost have to spend the same amount of time in a group of people to hear other voices as well to help combat um other thoughts so I don't know. I feel like I rambled a little bit, but um, it's fine. This is open but dialogue. In, in that podcast, I related to that because I feel like I feel like we've heard that a ton, uh, or I like I said, I have of like uh, introverts encouraging them, but like let's flip flip it on its head, maybe a little bit of like encouraging the the loudest voice in the room to become the quietest, um, uh, include um, helping the person that always has something to say to be more of a listener, um, getting into that realm of thought. Anyway, go ahead. What do you think, Taylor? I think there's never a moment in your life God wants you out of community. <laughs> like ever. <laughs> Universally across the board, you were just fundamentally designed for it. You see it from the way you were born. You see it from the way you were cared. Like there's something in you that needs humanity. <laughs> and no one does it well alone. Like it just doesn't work. Like you need intimacy. You need connection. Um so the question you asked is like, is there ever a moment where you need to step outside of community to get close to God? And I think the answer to that's no. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but are there moments where you need to be alone? That's a very different conversation point for me. Yeah. <clears throat> so while no, I don't think anyone needs to have any season of their life where they're just by themselves. Isolation 
is just fundamentally not what God's call for your life is. That's what I personally believe, and I will argue till I have no breath in my lungs left. I have never seen that work. Yeah. It does not produce the results and the fruit that we want. <clears throat> and I'm sure there may be one-off exa- like exceptions to that rule. Like There may be an individual or a few, but if we're just playing the averages, the stats, the numbers, bro, it just doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. And generally speaking... I'm not trying to bet my life on the exception. I want to bet it on the rule. Mm. Um, and the rule is, is humanity needs people. <clears throat> and it, you just don't have to live very long to know that. <clears throat> so, no, I, I, I don't, I just don't think it. I don't believe it. I don't think you'd be outside of community. And uh, I do, however, think you got to have moments where you're alone. Yeah. Uh, like it, scripture says multiple times that Jesus withdrew to quiet and lonely places. Yeah. So there is strength in being able to shut everything down and just have moments where it's just you and it's just God. Like, I have a really hard time trying to be quiet. I have a really hard time trying to be alone. It's just not natural for me. Like, I find contemplative prayer to be profoundly stretching and challenging for me. But one of my goals for the year is to spend two minutes every day not moving and in complete silence. Mm -hmm. And it is like... It feels like an hour and a half. It's the most <laughs> miserable experience ever, but I can tell you it's good for me. Like, it's really, really good for my soul to just, I'm not taking in content and I'm not giving it. I'm just still. Yeah. And I think you do that because no matter how healthy the community is, there are some things God's just saying to you. Yeah. Like, mm. While he wants to use the community to be- develop you and to grow you and to keep you safe and, and to be a shelter from the storm and to be a place that, like, rises to the top all of the gold he put inside you, there are some things he's just saying to you. Mm-hmm. Like, there are things I say to Emery that I don't say to Axius. Yeah. There's things I say to Ember that I don't say to Axius that I don't say to Emery. Like, I love my kids collectively but I love them individually. Like mm, that's good. their being their person matters profoundly to me. So there are moments where it's just me and Emery. Yeah. Like I like to take my kids out like once every other month. Like we just we go and we'll get like a like a like a date, I guess you call it or whatever. It feels weird. But anyways, yeah. <laughs> we go in and we hang out. And the goal behind that is like I need my kid to understand while like you are part of a team, you also individually just matter. Yeah, Like you yourself have profound value to me and I want to spend time with you. And I think God wants to spend time with us. And I think he wants to speak to us. And I think most of what God says to our life is through people. It doesn't mean he's still not trying to speak just you. Mm-hmm. He's not trying to just comfort you. He's not trying to just love you. But you have to have both. And that's the problem. Is the person who is looking for an excuse or cop out for community will hear that and be like, well, I'm, I'm the isolation guy. God and right. me, me and God, we're good. Right. Yeah. It's like bull crap. Yeah. You need someone to help you figure out if what you're hearing is you or him. Yeah. Right. Right. Like there's a lot of times I thought God was telling me to do something. The truth was I was just trying to get his stamp approval on my plan. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. And so the reason they're both necessary is because if you do your entire life by yourself, then you never really have the ability to soundboard anything. Yeah. Right. You've just created your own it, yeah. echo chamber. You've just right. created your own self-fulfilling prophecy, your own. Every, I just affirm everything I believe. You need the community because it helps balance that out. It's like, okay, I mean, I can't speak to what God did or did not say to you. But what I can tell you is that decision you've made six times before, and it's created a wake of chaos. Right. Yeah. Also, consequently, if you never have time with God by yourself, and it's only on Sunday, mm-hmm. and it's only in community, and it's only around people, do you know him? Mm-hmm. Or do you just know your friends? Right. Yep. That's like, good. do you have a personal relationship? It's both and. Like, that's the issue with it is it's not either or, it's both and. It's like right. you have to have moments where you're quiet and you're still before God and you're just trying to listen. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that's just like peace. You're waiting for that moment, that sense of like, okay, it's going to be okay. Yeah. yeah. It'll be okay. He's got me. Like, I, I'm, I, don't, I can't explain to you why I feel like I'm going to be okay, but now I know I am. And you also need the moments where... You're doing it with people. And the truth is, is every personality needs a certain percentage difference. Yeah. Right. So here's the thing I would say. I don't think it's 50-50. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, at all. Mm-hmm. Like, I just don't. Like, I think every individual has a different percentage of which one they need more of. Yeah. So for me, uh, I need 
probably 75-25. 75% community, 25% just me. Yeah. No, I'm going to change that number. I need 85-15. <clears throat> I do. Like, I just, I have a unhealthy confidence in my ability to hear from God, so the 85% <laughs> is really good because it helps check the moments where I'm, like, overconfident, like, yeah, you do not have enough reason to be that sure God's telling you to do that or that sure that that's the right move. Like, I need the community because as a Enneagram A, all my ideas are the best ideas anyways. <laughs> so, like, if I don't have some constant checks and balances, we're just going to set something on fire by accident. Right. Yeah. But then there are other people who, like my wife, my wife does not need 85-15. Like, yeah. honestly, she probably needs, like, 65-35. Like, 65 alone, 35 people. Like, yeah. And, you know, you can imagine the tension that that creates being married to the guy who's like almost the exact opposite the other way. But anyways, I I think that's the thing. And I think that's the journey where God wants you to learn you too. And he wants you to learn him. But uh, you need both. There's just no way. Yeah, right. I agree. I rambled. My bad. No, 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 no. no, I feel like I feel like it was like what I was trying to say, like you said better. And so I'm like, okay, great. Now now, Now we'll be able to like. Like I didn't blabber. Like you had something good to say. You got you got something out of the podcast today. But that's that's so accurate. I love the like. There's not a one size fit all um, approach to that. And in that yeah. conversation that um, I was referencing earlier in that podcast, um, she talked about that as well. Of like like I'm finding out that I was not. It didn't exist in my life until I until this moment. Blah blah blah. And I recognized how beneficial it was in my season of life where I have had to implement quiet. Um, I found out like I, I, I was like, God is so absent from my life. Why is that? And then it wasn't until I got to the point where I had to be have solo moments. I had to have um, moment quiet moments and, and quiet heart positions to be able to like actually hear things yeah. like period, whether whether it was just my, my brain or or God in that moment, and then I have what's called, like I, I call them my council of people, mm-hmm. that are my tight knit circle that I would bring these things to, yeah. and I'd be like, who does this sound like? Does this sound like the enemy? Does this sound like Trev? Does this mm-hmm. sound like God? And I I have a hunch, but like help me sift through it, kind of thing. Yeah. I feel like absolutely without a doubt, like that's the that's like one of the biggest benefits of community is that you have to have. A group of people that are are your help that help you filter those thoughts and stuff. Yeah. Um. But yeah, in those quiet moments and stuff, it was like it, like truly life changing. Um. But but I think we I think we all have to get out of the noise every once in a while. But yeah. then we also, like you said, it's like there's not a perfect percentage for either one. But I I know for for me personally, um, I'm a very big like I want like all the data from everyone. So it's it's like like me and Taylor have had so many conversations where. Like I'm about to do something or I have an idea. It's like, what do you think about this? Or like, I'll take it to Trev and like see what he thinks about it. And and it's like you know, like your counsel. Like I like having those people for me is big, and also having those people around me that I feel like are also hearing from God is big. It's like that way I'm getting, you know what I mean? So making sure we're kind of on on the same page. Um, but I'll leave. I normally leave those conversations like with like if I'm if I'm planning on doing something, I'll leave it with a plan. Um, but I've also had to learn how to like make room for like the caveat where God speaks to me in the middle of the plan, if that makes sense. And, and, and that might be specific for my kind of personality right now at this moment. Um, but like, I've noticed that there have been times where like I'm going in, I'm like, Oh, this is exactly how this is going to go. And then in the moment I'm kind of like, Oh, okay. There's like something else is happening right now. And I, I'm and you know, like trying to sort that out in the moment is also kind of weird. And like, I'm still trying to figure that out, but I think leaving room for God to speak while also having like other like your your people like speaking into you is is uh is the balance that I've been trying to figure out lately and and that's been kind of that's been an interesting journey do do either one of you have a story in your lives about like a time that like being quiet and getting kind of in like a like a moment like that has been like a shifting moment for you I'm trying to. <clears throat> what do you mean by like a shifting moment? 
elaborate just a little bit for me or maybe just say that a little different yeah so like like i was talking about like <clears throat> when i when i first had a real quiet moment with god like a like a solidarity i don't know what to call it um it was the first time that i was like oh my gosh you are so active in my life um those one of those kind of aha like game changer shifting moments um in your life is that is that pained a little bit better i, I think so I have maybe something. Okay. So, um, <laughs> just tell us if we answer it wrong. Cool. I can do I, that. <laughs> I don't. I don't have a specific moment off the top of my head. Uh, I, I have like like a kind of a collection of what I found, and, and what I found is like people like Taylor, um, people like you who've been in my life and who have been speaking these things into my life. Like specifically, Taylor's been there since I was like sixteen. Like speaking to me, like like speaking hope into my life, like these kinds of things. It's like even before I had a relationship with Jesus, he was speaking those things to me. Mm. And, and um, at the same time, he had a relationship with God, right? So like he was hearing from God and then he was speaking to me and he was speaking hope into me, speaking life into me. And now it feels like when I get alone with God, I hear those same things, but it's straight from the source. Right. Does that make sense? Right. And, and so for me, that was kind of the, that the first time that happens, like, it's like, Oh, I'm, this is like the same feeling I get whenever like I'm, like Taylor speaking into me or like someone else is speaking like life into me, but it's like, I'm having this during like prayer time, like by myself now. It's like that to me was like the, the confirmation that like I'm hearing from the same thing. If that makes, if that makes sense. And that's not a specific example, but that, that was kind of how that seems to have played out for me. I love that. Extroverts like the process out loud. <clears throat> and the, I would say the vast majority of what God says to me is really done just through people. Like it's, it's conversations that are being had. And then there are parts of it that just, man, they stick out. It's like, mm -hmm. I, I can't let that thought go. And I just keep thinking on that thought and I keep thinking on that thought and I keep thinking on that thought. Or sometimes it's just legit combos. Like, yo, I, you just got to give me some truth. I need to hear it. And someone's shooting me straight. And so the majority of the way God speaks to me throughout life is almost singularly through that avenue. But, man, I've had some moments where it it was like, it was like, you just, you, you it was like a peace. Like, so there's a scripture that talks about like, there, like, you know, his peace is peace that surpasses all understanding. And I, I've been in some moments where I've, I just, it dawns on me like how good God is mm -hmm. and everything changes. It's, it's almost like the world stops moving. Like, like there, 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 there's two moments that stick out to me the most. Like one is, I remember the first time I went to Bible school <clears throat> and I sat in a room and this lady's name was Leanne Sosby and she was amazing. <clears throat> and she said, all right, class, we're just going to pray. <clears throat> I was like, okay. And then she started praying and then everyone else started praying. And it was like, it was different. I mean, like, dude, it really was like, it was one of the most epic moments of like, I can't see Jesus, but man, I feel like I can. Mm -hmm. Like my eyes ain't like my heart is connecting with something my eyes aren't seeing right now. Like it was just the craziest moment. But I also remember some times in life where, you know, like the first four and a half years of like my marriage, we were not winning. Like life was so hard. And there are these moments where, like, I'm just in the car and it's quiet, and I just get a sense like I'm gonna be okay. Like it's yeah. just gonna be okay. Like it's it's peace. Like for me, those moments are really looking for peace, which is why I've started learning to like try to appreciate that two minute pause in the morning, because right. it's I'm, I'm just trying to find my center again. Like I'm trying to find peace. I don't know that I've had a moment where God just gave me this life-altering revelation in my own prayer time. It's almost always through other people. But what I have had is a sense of keep moving, keep going. It's going to be all right. Like, I got you. It's 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 going to be okay. Like, I think for me, that's what those moments usually are. Or these moments of gratitude. Like, I talked about it in our Christmas one. But, like, I feel like so much of my relationship with Jesus are moments where he's just pausing me to be able to see what I should be thankful for. Mm. like and that that really is most of my prayer time with Jesus I'm be honest with you like so much of my personal time with God are these moments where he's just calling me to like shut up and just watch yeah and I'm looking and I'm like 
That's crazy. Yeah. I was having this conversation with my wife. I'm getting off topic, but we were on the way back from the cruise. <clears throat> and we're driving. The kids are passed out in the back. And we're just absolutely unapologetically jamming out to some NSYNC. <laughs> <laughs> and then we got to the end of the playlist. And I didn't have repeat on, so it just stopped. And it was, like, quiet. And I was, like, it just dawned on me. I looked at Nicole. I was, like, does there ever, like, does there ever, like, blow your mind that there are three human beings in the back of that car right now? Like, is that not nuts? Like, yeah. me and you are alive and have been together for 10 years. Mm-hmm. And there are kids in the back seat. Like, we just drove all the way to Galveston and back. And there are kids back there. Like, we have a house and a car. Like, is that not, like, who let us be adults? Like, how the <laughs> crap did we get here? Like, I remember being 16, sitting in my room, just thinking about how scary the future was to me. Yeah. Like, I don't know how to pay a bill. I don't know what taxes are. I don't, and I'm, I'm, all these little moments, too, throughout life of, like, I remember when I went to go buy a house, how freaking terrifying that was. Like, I know none of these answers. I don't, I don't know what any of this, like, but somehow we got here. Yeah, <clears throat> right. Like, somehow we're still alive. Somehow life's still okay. Somehow our kids are healthy. And then we just had this moment on the way back of just really, really profound gratitude. Like, we got here. Yeah. Like, like he really had us every step of the way. Like, there were tons of mistakes that we made and all kinds of chaos, but like we are still alive and we are still standing and we are thriving. And for me, that's those moments. I don't know if I'm answering your question, Trevor, but for me, those are those moments. It's those moments where life kind of pauses for a second and I can look around and I can see like, he is good. He does answer prayers. And it's just crazy that I'm going to be 30 this year. Like that yeah. feels right. like, nuts i just didn't i don't i don't think i had a picture for my life past 25 mm-hmm. here i am yeah old as crap there's almost like <laughs> no. there's almost more room for like refocus sometimes too or, or or focus just in general um i am the person that like i thrive in well let's let's take let's hold the reins there for a second <laughs> thrive is like healthy trev thrives in those quiet spaces. I, God, I feel like I have so many stories that are attached to alone time with God doing something. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and like, there are so many times of the refocus opportunities that take place in those quiet spaces. Um, for me personally, that have been like, like I truly have stapled my entire life off of some of those moments of like, I look at people completely different. I look at myself in the mirror completely different. Um, I have hope because of some of those quiet moments. <clears throat> and then, like, those feel those feel like very broad and ethereal, lots of color, rainbow-esque and stuff. And then when I bring those to my people, when I bring that out of, like, like I've been praying on these things and I, and I feel trusted to bring this to my community. That's when like pen to paper, that's like the structure, the black and white, the something to put parameters and actual like teeth to it. If you, if you will, of like, I'm able to bring all that to my trusted people that help. And so, um, and just kind of reiterating, I think, I think you need both. And I think it's a, a like an individual thing of like what percentages, like you gave the example of you and, and your wife. Um, yeah. I like I like that. I like yeah. that there's not just like a – actually, I hate it. I hate that there's not a perfect answer um, to just like take this and apply it to your life and be better. Mm-hmm. But also I kind of love it in this moment of like it being so like up in the air, if you will. Yeah. But like also like on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> there are songs though because <clears throat> like, I just wasn't really prepared, I guess, to answer that question. <clears throat> uh there are some moments where like my personal worship is is pretty profound like yeah so there was a song called there's an album called empires and uh man that that album it is so good and like for me it's crazy to think like i'm like i'm I'm remembering moments now you don't tend to remember all the hardest moments of your life because you don't really love the way they feel right but there are definitely been some moments. Man, whew, I remember being in Shakota and uh, we were at a church and it wasn't good and we weren't good and life wasn't good. And I just remember like 
sitting in the like the really small we called it a sanctuary we call ourselves an auditorium now mm-hmm. and i remember i remember sitting in there and uh i would just play music and i didn't really like have much else to do i just knew i wasn't good i knew life wasn't okay and the the album empires from hillsong came out and the song here now would come on man i just i had that thing on repeat and just the idea that god was here now like that thing that thing holds me up still like that thing has me now like just the concept of that and for me i think my alone time really looks like finding it's finding a theme and staying on it Hmm. so like worship music has almost always been that for me it's i always find like one song like last year when we did like the whole spotify top five whatever like i have one song that was played like 300 something times like (laughs) i just i find a vein i stay in it like it's probably why word for the years works so well for me because that's just kind of i guess how i'm built i don't know why god made me that way so i'm not like god's not saying these long profound conversations really to my quiet time yes he gets he's he's got one word for me right now and it sustains me yeah it holds me up it's good for my soul and i just keep coming back to that i keep coming back to that so that song was here now and i just remember like it was so hard but like i'm not sure i would have got through without it yeah like that moment those moments so that constant reminder that god was with me it got me through to where I am today. And so even now, like I'll have songs that they just, they grab me and there's yeah. like a thought in it and I just, I can't let it go. Like mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm attached to it and I'm stuck to that until whatever it is, I guess that God's trying to get to me feels like it sticks. Yeah. So I think, I guess it's probably a better answer for your question. For me, that's what those moments are is it's, it's not so much these really long dialogues and conversations with God as much as it is, it becomes apparent a thought and I just stay with it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so what's y'all look like? What would that look like for you? What's solid, what, what's quiet time for you look like? So I, yeah. Mm, I think mine, I'm, I'm really trying not to steal your answer. It's just that it's I think that I've been around y'all too. So I probably learned from y'all. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably what it is. But no, de- definitely it looks like, uh, there's so weird you said about the song. Cause that's something that like I recently noticed, like there was a song, uh, called there's a cloud um that like two sundays ago like i we uh had it playing just during pre-worship and like there was uh pre-worship is what oh yeah pre-worship is uh what we so before worship practice starts we'll actually have like um like worship music playing just through the speakers like uh through spotify or whatever and we'll come in here and we'll be praying and kind of just kind of getting ready for the day and and just kind of uh, getting our hearts in the right position to, yeah. to see God do some things. And um, that song was playing, and for some reason that hit me. And it was like, it was, there was a, I was listening to it up until um, I was preaching for the first time. And there's a there's a moment in the song where he's like, uh, everything that you said will come to pass, let it be done. And like, that was hitting for me so hard. I was like, this this is what's supposed to happen let it be done. And that got me, like, as nervous as I was, that got me through to, like, preaching for the first time. And what's crazy is, like, that song was so heavy. It was on my heart. Every time I played it, like, it, it was just, like, hitting me. The day after I preached, it just wasn't the same. And it's, like, it's like it was literally, like, specific for a season or for a moment. And yeah. and, and I still like the song, obviously, but it's, like, it, it it's crazy you said that because I was processing that. I was, like, what's my next song? And, um, yeah, it, it definitely looks like that. And then it also just looks like you've already said this too, but like gratitude, like I I had a really, like one of the most like profound worship experiences, um, that I've had. It it was actually, it wasn't in solidarity. So I'm kind of jumping out of the question, but it was, uh, last Sunday and it was just because I've seen like the fruit of what God's done in my life in so many areas just in the last like two weeks. And like there, it just hit me so hard, like harder than it ever had this last Sunday. And I was like, wow, like that's, that's what, and it was just, just, I, it felt like I got slapped in the face with gratitude. Like it wasn't like I was being ungrateful, but it was almost like, like I didn't have a choice, but not to be grateful. It was just like, every, it was like everything was presented to me. Like, this is what I'm doing in your life right now. Like I've done this, 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 and this, this, this last week. And I was just thinking about those. And I was like, 
that is insane. Like God's good. And so, and my, my solitary moments also look like that, yeah. but, um, that just happened to happen in like a corporate worship setting. I love that. So, that yeah. Be- so I just stole both your answers, but like, I promise I was, <laughs> that, <laughs> that's just how, how it's been. No, been I've got a question. So, uh, all right. So we're all in agreement that to some degree, everybody has to have moments where they withdraw the quiet and lonely places. Right. Yeah. Uh, I guess. So I have two questions, I guess. Mm-hmm. Question one is why are you withdrawing? Mm. Question two is when you withdraw, what are you looking for? Mm. <clears throat> so let's go with the first one. When it's time for you to withdraw, why? Like, how do you know it's time and why are you doing it? I get overwhelmed with options. I get, I, I'm very susceptible to um, adopting callings, let's say that, uh, adopting opinions, adopting voices. Um, I Part of my personality trait is that I have what, what what's described as like an internal critic as well. And I can very easily... Um, chase the rabbit of like the loudest voice in the room is the correct voice um, and is the right way to go. And so like for me, a lot of the time, those moments of solidarity is when I'm truly just, I'm like, my vessel is overflowing with options. Like, is this right? Is this wrong? Are they right? Am I wrong? And all that kind of stuff. And I'd say now in a healthier version of myself, I, I crave those moments of being able to almost like, Almost, if you will, ha- like imagine a big table that, and you have a, a thousand papers with all this description on each one of those papers, and it gives me a secluded time period. It gives me an intentional space that I've, cr- I've created to sit down at my table with all of my thoughts on all those papers and sift through, like, what's the last thing that God told you? What's, what's the, the, the voices that speak life into you um, in my circle, in my council, my community? what do that do these match the heartbeat of what you hear on a regular basis when you go to them for advice and being able to have an intentional space to sift through that and then if you have like your like I have a group that makes sense a group that doesn't make sense and then a group I know is incorrect that group that doesn't make sense then you have an opportunity like okay cool now I know what I'm bringing to instead of bringing a thousand papers to my council I'm bringing ten to help me sift through. Yeah. And so that intentional space, but, but for me, it literally is overwhelmed with options. That's that when I sense. know I need it. That makes sense. Uh, I think whenever I really realize, and this normally, when I really realize it, it means that I probably haven't been like praying as much as I should, like normally should be. Um, but there are just certain things like, like uh, since, since I was a kid, like when I was a kid, um, like I had pretty bad anxiety about random stuff and, and like just dumb stuff, just school, like, like really, like it wasn't anything big. It was just like everything. There was like this, like I just was like nervous, and like there are things like that where I notice, like I'm healthier now, and there's fruit on that tree. But when I start to notice that there are some things that are starting to creep up, that like I've fought long enough to like, to, to not be in my life anymore. When I notice those things are creeping up, that's whenever I normally like really get intentional about like it's time to get alone it's time to pray and it's time to um to really i I guess i'm searching for it is normally a piece like by the end of it it's like i I just kind of work it out um talk with god about it and then normally kind of like normally i can leave that with peace that like i'm i'm good like he has me and like he's helped me with this before he'll help me with it again um that being said there is a point where like it, I'm also not keeping those things to myself. So like there, there, like there, there's a point where it's like, if my anxiety does start to get real bad, like it gets to a point where it's like starting to affect things or starting to like show up in other areas. I'm not just going to be by myself. I'm also going to go talk to some people about it because that is also, I've noticed that's a play. That's like a playing ground for the enemy to do all kinds of things that he, he's not able to do unless like I'm letting those things get out of control. But generally it's like, if I'm specifically like if I'm just nervous about something during the week, or if uh, that that's probably the main one. It's like okay, yeah, I need I need to get some alone time. I need to, 
And it's not necessarily just getting alone time with God. It's I need to replace some things that I'm normally doing with alone time with God, if that makes sense. Oh, I love that. So like that, I think that's 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 probably a better way of putting it. It's like, okay, you've been really nervous this week. Get off social media. Instead of doing that, spend some time with God. Spend some time in the Word. And then like those kinds of things are, are kind of what um, what has me going that way most of the time. So, right. uh, so just to paraphrase. So the reason you guys, like the way you know you need to get some quiet time, Trevor, you feel like you get overweight with a ridiculous amount of options. Like there's just, it's like sensory overload. Sure. And then Preston, for you, it's like, I can feel that I'm getting nervous. Anxiety starting to creep in a little yeah. bit. <clears throat> I think for me, the reason for me that I, what the, the, the way I know I need to start, all right, you got to go get some you time with Jesus. Because I start to get really dysregulated. And so it's a term I learned from Chelsea in therapy. But so like <clears throat> when when the pain you're experiencing is a two, <clears throat> but you're responding like it's a 10 mm. <clears throat> or the ex- pain you're experiencing is a 10 and you're responding like it's a two, you're dysregulated. And what I can realize in my own life is I need to increase my alone time with Jesus or I need to go create some very intentional time because things just, it's it i'm dysregulated like my my emotional response to just the day in day out things whether it be people or conversations or stuff it's just it's really intense and it Mm -hmm. doesn't line up it's like i'm really frustrated about things that just they don't matter like any other day wouldn't even cross me but for some reason today like i just can't seem to let it go or like things i usually would carry a weight about i just I'm like almost apathetic towards like, not my monkey, not my circus, man. I yeah. do not care. That is your problem, not mine. And so when I could start feeling that dysregulation, it's usually paired with a really large lack of empathy. Like I just do not care. None of your problems matter to me. Suck it up, buttercup, quit being soft. Like all those same narratives start kind of coming back internally. I'm like, okay, something's off. Yeah, something's not registering right. Like you are all up in arms about something. And so when those moments start hitting, and usually Nicole's first, the fir- my wife Nicole's the first person to catch it. It's like, you good, bro? Yeah. Like, right. I thought I was, but now I'm not. So yeah. like, my bad. I need to catch that. Or Jared catches it. So for me, when I have to withdraw, it's almost always, almost always that. It's like, that's the telltale sign. It's like starting to stir up a little chaos yeah. about some things that don't matter that much. Right. Yeah. You need to go talk to Jesus, homie. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> um, <clears throat> okay, so then when you withdraw, when you get your lonely moments, what is it you're looking for? Like a, you kind of answered it a little mm-hmm. bit in your last answer, but just to be a little bit more specific so that people can yeah. get like a clear walk away. Like when you pull yourself away from the crowds and you go to your quiet and lonely place, what is it specifically you're most often trying to get how do you know it's working how do you know it's worked what's that look like for you because i think for me that's the thing that's probably the most confusing about this whole bit is i've heard people my whole life talk about you need to pray gotta spend time with god gotta spend time with the lord you know i'm saying have a personal relationship with jesus what am i looking for what does that mean yeah Yeah. well not even so much what does it mean what am i looking for like how do i know when i've spent enough time yeah like for me, that was always the enough. kicker. Yeah. People talk about praying with God for an hour and a half, and I'm like, "What are you talking about? Yeah, what are you saying? Yeah, yeah, what is happening?" And so stuff like that would always trip me up, and be very confusing and very frustrating because right. I'm like, "Well, I don't have the temperament or the attention span to sit with God that long." So, yeah, my broken and not good Christian. Yeah. yeah, for real. So, what are y'all looking for? How do you know you've done it? How do you know you got to the spot? What's that buoy that that mile marker you're looking for? Right. Um. Jared, Does that make sense? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Jared has mentioned, and this honestly, this is one of those pillar moments of like I grabbed a hold of it and I've applied life kind of thing to it. Is um, he talks about, or and continues to talk about, um, like in a worship experience, our job is to help align people's emotions with what is true. And he did an entire, extremely life-giving series. Um, Driving emotions. emotions, yeah, and and so and, and like I want him to write a book about it. It's going to be incredible. He's actually it's doing life changing. He's just yeah. working on it. It's I just keep yet. saying it, like I want him to do it, like and it's like it's going to like fall in. Front I think of me he's transcribed <laughs> the whole series at this point. I'm just, oh, wow, yeah, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, it's getting close. He'll, uh, he'll it's, knock it it's, out. it's it'll save lives. It's incredible. Yeah. Um, uh, and those were tangibles, 
um, and filters that I was able to like, okay, I'm going to take those and put them in my little filing cabinet to apply for my <laughs> life and, and go to when I need them. Um, I think in those moments, uh, I'm looking for who's driving. I'm looking for which one of my emotions is driving in that moment. Um, and if it's abnormal or if it's like, like something that's like, okay, you're not insane for like, like being mad, like getting passionate about something like you're not insane because of that. Um, you being sad doesn't make you less of a person, yada, yada, all these different kind of things. But when it's like absurdity of like, no, this is not normal. This is not of God. This is not what scripture says is true kind of a thing. Those are when I need help. But, but, but kind of like what I said in the, in the question prior is like when I have my table full of options, um, I'm able to have those sifting moments and stuff like that. And usually my, my blink, like the, the check engine light is when the, a, a certain emotion is driving the bus that was supposed to be a moment and now it's like it's been a week of me being sad and that's mm. abnormal that's not who's supposed to be driving i've i've spent two weeks of being really depressed or really angry whatever you get the point but usually that's my check engine light to know that i need to like like this is a yep you need to go have some quiet time and at least lo help do your best to locate something and then the next step is to bring said something to your council of people or whatever those anyway that's that's kind of my sifting process that makes sense so you're looking for trying to assess what emotion I'm, is driving the decisions the things that i'm feeling right now and once i locate it what my next step with that emotion is yeah like yeah that's and, and like trying to, to the best of my ability trying to find a root no i like, like that where, where is this coming from why is this a thing yeah. it's really practical i like that a lot I, I think generally what i'm looking for is to stop carrying some weights that i'm not supposed to be carrying and, and so, so I, good. I i normally like i i find whenever i am most nervous like when i when i start to like feel that kind of creeping in it's because like i've taken so many things on my shoulders and i've decided so many things are my my responsibility and my fault that like never were and and, and i've started taking on responsibility for things that are going to happen in the future or things that i want to happen in the future that i can't even control and I think whenever I go to those moments, like a lot of times it's just me trying to remind myself, like, like it's, it's me reminding myself, like who I serve, like who, who God is. There's, there's a, um, there's a moment in, uh, Exodus where God is calling Moses to, to lead uh, the people out of Egypt. And Moses's response is like, I can't do that because I, I like, I, I have a, like pretty much theologians think he has, he has like a speech impediment and he's like, I can't even like speak properly. Like, why are you sending me? And, uh, God's response is like, I created you. Like I put your mouth on you. And like that, that was a big scripture for me is, yeah, is like, good. I have to remind myself like, no, no, no. Like, like this feels way bigger than me. This feels right. bigger than I am. I'm not built for this, but like, but God created me and he knew all my inadequacies and I'm still called to do it. Wow. And so it, normally those moments are me trying to get that in my heart um, whenever it feels like I, I'm, I'm off center and I'm not really thinking that way anymore. And what that does, the best way I can describe it is it literally just feels like there's a weight lifted off of me. It's like, mm. it's like okay, now I can move forward because I'm not stressed about every single like inch my foot's moving in, right. in what direction it's moving in. So love that. So you're you're looking to try to get to a place to where like your confidence shifts from your ability to his ability. Yes, yeah, that's that's yeah. a really good way of saying. It. Ah, that paraphrase that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it was, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well done. Yeah. You must communicate for a living. It's <laughs> so good. Uh, well, I'm gonna do nowhere near as good a job of answering my question. <laughs> I realized, like, as you guys are giving great answers, like, oh my gosh, I'm about to get so freaking ethereal. Um. God, I really don't know how to answer this well. Um, so for me, <clears throat> I really am looking for peace. <clears throat> Almost everything in my life are just, um, like the moments where I got to withdraw are always attached to just really intense emotions that are just incredibly dysregulated. Like they don't make sense. Like I'm, I'm, I'm just spun up. Like mm -hmm. about the dumbest things, and it's it's tied to the fact like I just I I feel like I'm back in a storm again. Like, but mm -hmm. there's not one raging. It's why it doesn't make sense. It's like learned behavior 
that a lifetime of chaos taught me. But like, here I am in a time of peace and I'm creating my own storm again. And it's like those quiet moments where like I'm getting alone is I'm just trying to like, I'm trying to find that eye of the storm. Yeah. Where it's like, it's like, it's, it's, it's raging around me, but there's this spot like in the freaking right. center of it that it's like, but not here though. Mm-hmm. Like there's a lot happening. There's a lot of emotions inside me. There's all these other things that are playing out. All these things I feel like need to get done. All these things, plans I need to create and things I need to start and people I need to help. But like, there's like this spot in the middle of that storm where it's like, it's okay though. Yeah. And like most of my alone time is I'm caught on the outskirts of that hurricane. I'm just trying to find my way to center, but I can't figure out what's up from down. That's why I'm dysregulated. I don't know where I'm going. It's like, I just, everything feels so heightened. And so those spaces where it's just me and Jesus are like, I, I'm, it, it's literally like the only way I know to describe it is like, I'm standing still until the storm passes. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I can still feel it. It's all there. And I'm, I'm angry. I'm pissed. I'm sad. I'm fighting. I'm crying. I like got all the emotions are there. And I'm just, it's like, I hunker down until his peace finds me. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and it's like, there's that passage of scripture that talks about how like, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil because your rod and your staff comfort me. Yeah. <clears throat> and Jared talked about this a ton of time, like the, the, like the actual terminology in that is like, like he's, he's seeking your good out for you. Like God is like chasing you down. And what I have learned throughout all of my life is that whatever good it is I want for me, God desires so much more than my own. Uh, yeah, that's good. And like life has taught me that like, if I'll just, if I'll just stop, like if I'll just hunker mm. down, like he'll find me, mm. like he's searching. I just, it's, it's almost like, it's like he's trying to get to me. And the, the harder I try to fix the own storm, it's like, it's like I keep walking away from him. Like if I would just quit moving, he'd like, he would have already been here, mm-hmm. but I just, I just keep walking away from him. You're making me cry. <laughs> ah. I'm just going to let him find me. Yeah. And something there happens. It's like, that's the peace. It's like, I really like the phrase, like, peace surpasses understanding because the way I see it in my head is it's like, like your fear and your doubts and your insecurities are like they're like on a track and they just keep running but peace is like lapping them all mm. and it's yeah. like no matter how fast they are how big they are how quick they are it's like god's peace is just it's it's whooping them yeah. it's lapping them and so for me those quiet moments are like i know that like if i'll stay just long enough like mm. it will find me right. and that's the thing that for me, those quiet moments are, it's like a decision. Like I will not move from this spot until peace finds me again. Yeah. And it's not that it doesn't know where I'm at. I just keep getting out of its path. Mm. And if I'll stay still, like it will find me again. And I think that for me is why you see Jesus withdraw from quiet and lonely places. Like, can you imagine the pressure, like all of the weight that comes with all that God put on him to do? Like, there had to be moments where it's like, I, I don't even know what to say. I'm just going to stay here, God, until your peace and your comfort can find me. And so for me, those quiet spaces, quiet moments are just that. It's like I've lost my equilibrium. Yeah. So instead of trying to pick myself back up, I'm just going to lock in one spot until my father finds me. Yeah, that's so good. That's such a good answer, man. I think that it would be really special if um, we've all talked about how incredible like those moments have been for us i think it'd be cool if we offered you guys some of our favorite um, worship songs that yeah. we spend quiet time with um one of mine is a song called highlands yeah um and there's a lyric in it that kind of goes piggybacking off of taylor's about like how long <clears throat> or uh how fast would you come running if just to shadow me through the night mm-hmm. trace my steps through all my failures and walk me out of the other side. Your imagery of like a storm, a hurricane and stuff, like him walking you out of it, that you are in the fetal position, enduring it, and, and like his peace offers that to, to like 
not only just like offer it, but he see the seeking out and walking you out on the other side of it. And so I'm like, obviously it's very power. Music is a beautiful and powerful medium and I'm extremely biased, <laughs> but um, I think that would be a, a really incredible equipping opportunity for our listeners to yeah. offer some songs. Absolutely. So well, I guess we'll attach that or something. Yeah. We'll, yeah. Well, we'll, I, do you got them now? Do you got them off the top of your head now? Or do you want to just put the description? We can, uh, we can do, we can do a couple that we like right now. And <laughs> well, then... I'll give you some now okay. that I've cool. got. That way, if you don't read the description, you just can still get yeah, something yeah, now. Absolutely. <clears throat> um, so I'll give you, I'll give you three songs. Uh, the first one is "Here Now" by Hillsong. <clears throat> it's from the Empire's album, and then the second one is from the same album, and it's titled "Closer Than You Know." And then um, I've got one more for you, and it would be. Let me find it. All right, you guys give yours real quick while I find a third one. Um, three right off the bat. Um, Highlands by Hillsong. Um, a song called Rest by Carrie Job, And then a song I'm in love with right now called um, If I Could Be Anything off of the new House Fires album. Mm. Those three. <clears throat> That's so good. Um, I have uh, Whole Heart by Hillsong. Was a is a big one for me. Um uh, there's a cloud was one. Yeah, that was one. It doesn't, that, that is a good one. Yeah. Um, there's a, a version of how he loves by upper room and it goes into a song called jealous. Oh, yes. Yeah. And that the first part was heavy for me for a while. And then the last part became heavy for me because in jealous, um, they take like the, the point of view of like Jesus talking to Thomas, uh, and like the, the lyrics are like, come touch my hands and come touch my side and I'll show you where they, uh, laid me and it's like that one is heavy for me she cries while she's leaving yeah, yeah. she does and then um uh, hallelujah here below is another one that always uh puts me in 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 that spot so my other one is a song from a band called fearless band and it is titled take me away yeah and the title of the album it, like it's got the word love riot on the front of it but mm. those are my three yeah that's a great idea trev i love that yeah it is and we can uh we can even make a playlist so that'd be great we can do that and then i'll uh i'll figure out if i can't link it in this we'll uh we'll we'll, <laughs> we'll figure out how to get it to y'all <laughs> yeah, we'll find cool, a way yeah. to get yeah, it to yeah. you yeah so uh anyways thank you guys so much for talking with me in this yeah. episode this has been an amazing episode um yeah, love you guys so much. Love, love you. you. 